Welcome back to another edition of the EDBC podcast. Eric Dobratz and Brian Coleman as we are on a Sunday night watching some NFL, watching a little college football this weekend. But the big story to me, Brian, no more youth sports in the state of the Connecticut. Governor Lamont making that decision earlier this week. What were your thoughts? You have two kids that play sports. What went through your mind when you saw that? Right decision? Wrong decision? Too much? My, my thoughts were that I think the issue came down Friday going into effect for this Monday. We're getting right. this on Sunday night, going into effect for tomorrow. My kids had their last soccer game Saturday morning, so we figure, okay, at least they'll get their last game in. The word comes down Friday night that – uh, I don't know the, the the association that the youth soccer league is run by in Connecticut uh, decided to just um, follow it immediately. So Friday night we find out the last game of the season is canceled and that's it. Maybe we'll see you in the spring. Maybe not. Oh, nice catch. This is what happens when we watch football on, while we're taping the podcast on Sunday night. It is Aaron Rodgers, right? I told, don't give Aaron Rodgers the ball. Um, but I think it's the right decision, but I'm pissed that, people can't follow the rules and we can't we're still fooling around with this i'm I'm not i'm not one of these people that's going to blame our politicians that are that's that's i mean i'm not going to do that i feel for i I hate it for the business owners i hate it for all that it's awful yeah but i don't know what else you're supposed to do right now you don't want to have the hospitals overrun my daughter had two hockey games today wearing a mask playing um Split had a loss this morning and a win this afternoon. She had a game in Northford at uh, 10 o'clock this morning and a game in Simsbury at 4.15. Talk about <laughs> that. My poor uh, for wife. For you not from Connecticut, those are, right next, those are right next to each other. My poor wife had to drive her around today because I'm at work, obviously. But, oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, man, listen, a lot of people are pissed. I, I mean, I understand you don't want your kids to miss out on sports, but – uh without like you said getting too political the, the it's crazy right now and just when you i saw a video of the airport in arizona this weekend yep thousands of people in an airport i saw a video of a nightclub in, in somewhere in miami south beach area and one of the people they interviewed said there's no covid in south beach we are partying and a bar was 500 people and no one wearing a mask so i hate that so much oh it's crazy I, and I know, yeah, I saw the airport in Phoenix because I've been in that airport 50 times and I have been in there this year because, because my, we, my parents are out there, so grandparents are out there. Yeah, that pissed me off. Um, I'm, I just, I, I'm sorry, it does. And I, I, I'd rather you do, the, you know, it's one thing if you're a business owner, but Thanksgiving, we'll get into Thanksgiving later, but I just, it's crazy. And you know that it's going to get worse this month coming into December, which yep. it's going to be rough. I don't know what else to say right now. You know, we had, one, we had one parent complaining about it to me. And again, not to get too specific, but a parent was complaining to me about it while he was wearing his mask around his chin. Wearing his mask around his chin. Oh, you and have he, tremendous self-restraint. Good for you because you're, uh, you know, you're yeah. the public guy. Yeah, you carry yourself a certain amount of class, unlike myself. Uh, yeah, that would drive me nuts. Don't. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? You're the reason we have this. Yep. So the other thing today, uh, as you mentioned, we're taping on a Sunday, Quinnipiac University announced that their men's hockey team has uh, delayed the start of their season. They were supposed to open on Tuesday night. Two uh, players tested positive, so they'll be on a pause for a couple weeks probably. You know, Aaron Rodgers is going to score a touchdown here. I hate to be talking while we're watching this live. but uh, Yeah, I know. Well, I thought this was going to be over. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Quinnipiac had a pause. 
couple players sick. And again, UConn managed to play a couple hockey games this weekend. So it's going to be start, stop, start, stop for these colleges that, that want to keep playing. They're just going to keep playing, man. They're like the NFL. They're, they're going to keep playing. Yeah, they are until something, until there's a big outbreak. And even then, I don't know what, what would define a, a big, define a big enough outbreak to make a, a you know, a mass stoppage. And have you been reading what's going on with FSU and Clemson, this feud, and now Dabo Sweeney tonight at his press conference with uh, the Clemson media went off on FSU saying the game was – they canceled their game on Saturday because they got off the plane in Tallahassee on Friday. And uh, Saturday morning, one of their offensive linemen tested positive who had been practicing, was asymptomatic all week. So FSU said we're not playing. And yeah, Sweeney, I, is, Sweeney, makes is, sense. Sweeney is irate saying that they should have played the game. They followed all the protocols. It was one player – and now if they want to play them again, he says it's a forfeit, not a cancellation. It should be a forfeit. And if, it's, if they want to play him again, they should pay the travel costs for Clemson to come back to FSU, which, by the way, how much do you think it costs for a football team to get from Clemson to FSU travel-wise? How much do you think it costs? I have no idea. He said it costs $300,000. They'll have to pay the travel, $300,000. Why doesn't he pay? He makes 10. What, what's how much does he make a year? How the hell does it cost 300000 to get 100 football players down to uh, support staff down to Florida? That's what I want to know. It, it probably doesn't. But I, there's, you know, there's there, one thing, and I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it. Um, there's like, I'm not surprised when either toddlers – because even little kids get it this, at this point, get it. I'm not surprised when toddlers or guys who are, are, who are paid to coach in the Southeastern Conference don't grasp this. Yeah. And put Dabo right at the – I mean, I don't really – I could give a damn what he thinks. And here's uh, the, the other thing, too. They got a big, big uh, tournament at the Mohegan Sun coming up. What do you think that's – what what's the likelihood of that happening? Basketball tournament. They're, they're going to play. And – the head coach for the Baylor men's basketball team just tested positive. He's staying home. He's not going to come for the trip. But yeah, I saw that Scott Drew. Yeah. Um, but you've been practicing, coaching your team all week. So, again. Why is the, so, why is the team coming? They, well, he's not coming. He's going to have an assistant coach coach the team. Exactly. What about quarantining and tracing and all that stuff? I, again, you, you're people a lot smarter than me are going to have to answer that question. I, I'd be college, I don't know. I don't. You know, Eric, I don't know. You know, you're a little bit more tied into this, especially because college basketball is a big deal in our area of the country. I don't know how it equates to uh, to the economic windfall that college football provides. I assume it's it doesn't, should, doesn't, doesn't compare. Yeah. Doesn't compare. That I, I'm I'm not. I'm 50-50 if we get a college basketball season that lasts till Christmas and then we get one at all. I'm not saying that because I'm trying to be a negative guy every week on this podcast. I'm not. It sucks. I love college basketball. I'd love to see it happen. I don't know that it will. And the problem is, well, let's go back. Let's get back into this. We won't do COVID all, all night. We'll get on to other stuff. You mentioned Davo Sweeney and Florida State making these decisions. There's no guidance. There's no head. There's no it's willy-nilly. Like, why isn't there a governing body deciding who can – I'm not talking about government overreach. I'm just saying this is your conference. Who's, lead, who's in charge of the conference? They, they're not. No, they're the NCAA is not going to do money it. money to be had, and I'm starting to sound bitter, and, but yeah, just ridiculous. Hey, listen, it stinks, and we got to hope, keep our fingers crossed that we'll get through the holidays. And, um, you know, the infection rate keeps going up. Hopefully the mortality rate keeps going down, but it just – but you know, it's, and it's not only the infection rate. Again, I'm going. I'm, I'll shut up after this. It, yeah, the the mortality rate is not is is what it is. But you don't know the long term effects. And also, can we maybe think about the doctors and the nurses? 
And the fact that like, you, me, or my other, or like other, if you have to, I've already put up doctor's appointments because I don't want to go or they can't fit me in. There's such a massive trickle down effect from hospitals and clinics that can't handle all this. So it, it, it's yeah. not just about whether or not it's survivable, but again, I could do this all night and it would just make me angrier and angrier and I'd rather complain about sports. I know I gotta I gotta limit my Twitter now and my social media because it's too depressing. Gotta stay positive. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. I still have lots to be thankful for, as do you. So absolutely, uh, so true. NFL news: uh, Giants run a bye this week. Patriots lose to Houston. I thought Patriots would win this game. They won two in a row against the Jets and then beat Baltimore. I don't know about you. I, I liked Patriots to win this game, but it wasn't to be. Houston beats them twenty-seven twenty. Sean Watson looking like Deshaun Watson. Man, when he's good, he's good. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're exactly right. And what I didn't see a whole lot of this game except till the, towards the end. Yeah. I wasn't surprised that the Patriots lost, although I was kind of like you. I was leaning that they would win. But it's become, you know, we're putting a lot – there's too much of this. Well, I guess now we can start having a clearer picture of who's – you know, who needs who, who more, Brady or Belichick, or Brady or Belichick. That's great that, you know, Brady's having a pretty decent year and Tampa Bay's playing pretty well. But this goes beyond the quarterback with New England. You know, they had a ton of COVID opt-outs. I think they led the league with the most opt-out player opt-outs for due to COVID this year, including yeah. a lot of good, including a lot of good defensive players. Absolutely. We talked about this a few weeks ago. You know, I'm I'm, I'm, in, I'm in college football. I, I don't know the guys until bowl season starts. I don't know. I couldn't name three people on Clemson. But I'm an NFL football nerd, and I'm looking at the roster of the Patriots. And I'm like, I don't know who the hell are these guys. It's a question of not just just not having a lot of talent right now. And they're going to say, well, he's the general manager, so that's his fault. He should have drafted better the last few years. Again, I'm like a devil's advocate. I don't necessarily agree with that. but Well, I, I, I do think there is some validity in that. I, I, especially, they have missed on some guys, especially when there's been some better players on the board. He's I been mean, sensitive to that. A couple years thing. ago, they drafted Nikhil Harry, the, the kid from uh, Arizona State. They threw up a graphic the other day of like four wide receivers taken after him who are all you know really doing well. Yeah, some of that stuff does, does – there is some to, something to that. I loved the Sony Michelle pick a couple of years ago. I thought that was a steal where they got him. I loved him in college, but you know, it is what it is. He's hurt. So he's never been, he's been, you know, he's never been anything besides mediocre. Yep. And, you, but it is true. I don't want to dismiss Tom Brady because I'm finding out with my team. I saw it with Tony Romo. I'm seeing Dak Prescott, a really good quarterback. I'm not, I'm not, and those guys aren't even Tom Brady. They're really good quarterbacks, but they can cover a lot of stink for a team that might just be mediocre or worse. So you have Tom Brady makes things a hell of a lot easier, but um, you know, it, the playoffs are probably a, a, a done deal for the Patriots this year. I know we're, you and I are both really bummed by that. Yeah, exactly. Although what bothers me is I really wanted Houston to be done too because I don't think there's a more boring franchise in the NFL than the Houston Texans. The name is boring. The uniforms are the most boring uniforms in the league. Every year they play that Saturday 3 o'clock game that nobody cares about, that first-round playoff game, and it's going to happen again. It is. You're right. Not right, Eric. <laughs> Jets lose to the Chargers 34-28. Yeah, they lost by six. A late safety in that game for people who may be interested for other reasons. 34-28. Uh, Jets were getting shellacked. It was a 31-19 at one point, but they came back. Uh, I never thought they were going to win the game, but they made it interesting. Uh, Steelers pound the Jaguars 27-3. Um, Colts, we mentioned, were in overtime, 31-all. Eagles lose to the Browns 22-17. Nothing really surprised you today. Uh, Saints beat the Falcons 24-9. A lot of a lot of people like the Saints or like the Falcons because the Saints weren't playing with Drew Brees, but Hill played well, 18 to 23, 233 yards of his first NFL starter quarterback. Not bad. 
I think what's I think the takeaway from that and that is and um, I mean, I've gotten a lot of my my picks wrong, but I I, I backed the Saints to go to the, the Super Bowl from the NFC. I'm going to gloat on that for a little while. I think my takeaway from that is is it's more. I'm not downplaying the loss of Drew Brees, and I don't think Taysom Hill's any great shakes. He played well today. That's great. But their defense has, has played really well. If that defense plays really well, and they can get a, they get something out of the, all the guys they have offense. That that's I don't know who's better than them than the NFC right now, especially the, the Seahawks have looked the last couple of weeks. I'm not 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 okay, but not overpowering. Your uh, Detroit Lions lose to Carolina twenty to nothing. They're four and six. Speaking so. of my brilliant uh, uh, preseason picks. Yep. Washington uh, beats the Bengals 20 to nine, but the big story in that game, Joe Burrow, the Walter camp player of the year, Heisman trophy winner, number one overall pick suffers a really bad left knee injury. He's out for the year. And I just hope he comes back because that injury was not pretty. They, CBS would not even show a replay. That's how bad that. Yeah. Somebody showed it once and they said, we're only showing you this once. I think the red zone channel said, okay, we're showing you this, this once. And Don't that's ask it. Again. Don't ask again. Yeah. So I, I know they, sent out word a little while ago confirmed it is a torn ACL so you mentioned it going for the year that sucks because good young talent quarterbacks and good young quarterbacks are fun that blows yeah Titans beat the Ravens 30 24 in overtime good game I caught the tail end of this again when they dumped out of the Patriots and I got to see this game and uh, Tennessee just doing what Tennessee does they were down in this game come back and it was you know they're just they're a tough team man seven and three Baltimore drops to six and four uh, just kind of everything you expect from a game like this. I don't know how much you saw of it, but uh, a little bit towards the end, I didn't see a lot of the early games. Henry um, 28 carries 133 yards, man. He's just a horse. Yeah. On my fantasy team. So I'm glad about that. Yeah. Tennessee is not, again, not, they're just, they're just a good team and they're, they've got that division now, which is not a great division, the AFC South, but they've got a good lock on that. Um, the other thing was, I think we keep talking about Baltimore, 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 and the last couple of weeks, there's been discussion about Lamar Jackson. Is he having a couple of bad games? Do they have enough weapons on offense? Dude, their defense has not been good the last few weeks. We, we always think about the, the Baltimore Raven defense. Not great recently. Yeah, they suffered some bad injuries on the defensive line. They lost a defensive end. A uh, guy played at Miami and in college and was played for Arizona. They signed this offseason. was having a great start to the year. Uh, tore up his knee. I yeah, was it Calais Campbell? Yeah, Calais Campbell. There yeah, yep, yep, yep. They really miss him. Um, but yeah, you're right, man. Baltimore is in a tough spot right now. Six and four. I don't blame it all on the quarterback, but, um, they also drop a lot of balls too. They got some playmakers on that offense, but they drop a lot of balls. They yeah. They don't have a lot. I love, you know, you mean me, I'm a Des, I'm a Des Bryant guy, you know, I, I but, uh, and I'm, I'm glad that he's back in the league, but if you bring him in Des, who hasn't cut, who caught his first ball in almost three years today, yes, I saw that. it's like, that's your guy that you're bringing to like ignite the offense. I don't know, man. Well, it's a good segue. We talk about a former Cowboy, and your Cowboys beat the Vikings. This is the Vikings team. just That's a horrible loss. I mean, they had a chance to go to 5-5. Five and five. Now they dropped to 4-6, and six, lose to the Cowboys 31-28. Uh, I'm sure you watched this game. Andy Dalton back throws three touchdowns in the win. What a difference to have a quarterback knowing what he's doing. And Ezekiel Elliott, 103 yards on the ground. That all helps. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, the Cowboys, if, if you want to talk about for purposes other than just straight-up wins and losses, Cowboys haven't covered a lot this year. The Lions were a seven and a half point favorite at home. I I'm the Lions, the Vikings. I thought that would be I ex, I don't I don't like taking I don't think the Vikings deserve to be seven and a half point favorites over anybody except maybe the Jets. Yep. I thought so yeah, I, I thought, yeah, good win for the Cowboys. They're 
They're, they're, they're like a half game out of first place in the NFC East at three and seven. And listen, I ridiculed the, the Eagles for settling for that tie in the beginning of the season, but man, it could come down to them winning the division because they didn't lose a game and they tied a game. Doug Peterson made the right call at the time. Yeah, the problem is the Eagles might, depending on what your feelings are on Alex Smith, Yeah, the Eagles might very well have the worst quarterback in the division right now. Yeah, he's pretty – It's not particularly close. He was awful again today. Yeah, he's – I don't know how long it is until they give the Oklahoma kid a chance if, if this happens for a little while longer. Which he would be turned, he turned into Damus Winston. He just turns the ball over so oh much. Oh, my goodness. It's just like he's, t- he's standing he, – they're backed up on their own goal line, and he's – He's dropping back five five step drop and sitting there for like five seconds. He gets hit for a safety. Like, dude, Daniel Jones makes fun of your pocket awareness. Wow, it's awful, unbelievable. Uh, other game that really bothered me was the Dolphins. I've been drinking the Dolphin Kool Aid. I can't stand the Dolphins, but I like to coach. I'm rooting for Tua just because he's a nice kid, and they lose twenty to thirteen to the Broncos. Tua was awful. Yeah. And Tua, get, and Tua gets hurt. Speaking yeah. of young quarterbacks, we don't know what his status is. And how about Fitzpatrick coming in off the bench, 12 of 18, 117 yards, marches him right down the field to, to uh, get a field goal as soon as he comes off the bench. But Tua, 11 for 20 for 83 yards. This is the, this is the NFL. Uh, 83 yards you throw for in the first quarter. I mean, Number that, one, he's a rookie. We've got a little spoiled with rookie quarterbacks recently, especially yeah. even this year with Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, who lit up your Jets like a, like, you know, like a firecracker today. Yeah, I'm not quite ready to say he's having a bust of a rookie year just yet. So, number two, I, it's cool that Fitz Matt, Fitzpatrick can come off the bench from Miami like that. But how do you the, like the Bears and you don't like make throw a fourth round pick to the Miami for this guy like at the trade de- deadline? I think they just want to stink for the rest of the year and then just move on. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is what happens <clears throat> when I talk about the Bears and their quarterback situation. I start to to stumble and gag and stutter. Well, just have let's move on. Just have one marshmallow at a time, not four. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, listen, we're going to take a timeout, Brian, and we're going to talk about NBA free agency and a couple other things. Um, I know you love the NBA free agency. Free agency. Uh, again, I could care less, but uh, I know it's fun on the Twitter and the social media. I won't spoil anymore. We'll talk about that in a second. But first, take care of some business before we move on from the NFL to the NBA. Oh, okay, all's well. Hey, all's well. We tell about, talk about it all the time. They believe in the power of a good night's sleep for all. It's been the guiding principle since the launch of all's well. Good sleep at good, affordable prices. And starting this Tuesday, November 24th, through Cyber Monday, which is next Monday, November 30th, consumers can take 25% off purchases with the code TURKEY25 at allswellhome.com. TURKEY25, that's your promo code at allswellhome.com. And again, remember, uh, great technology. Uh, well, I mean, we've talked about it all the time. The Allswell features hybrid mattress technology. That means the best of both worlds, memory foam and the individually wrapped coils. Forming a blend of comfort and support. Mattress start as low as $345. That's for a queen-size mattress. You know it. It's awesome. Save money. Get good sleep. Go to EDBC Podcast. Click any one of our episodes. You'll see a link to allswellhome.com. Click on that link. Get 15% off your first purchase and support our show. And again, remember, 25% off with promo code TURKEY25 now through November 30th, Cyber Monday. All's well. Sleep well and save. All right, we're going to talk about our Thanksgiving plans in a minute. But first, NBA free agency. I saw a tweet from you, and just, you love this stuff. So please, please tell uh, it's me. It's a lame – this is a lame NBA 
Uh, and the Colts just went in overtime. This is not a great NBA free agency year. Like last year, you had big names like Kawhi Leonard and some guys, and you know Anthony Davis, Woody or Woodney. Next year, you got Giannis going into, onto the market. This is kind of like a nah, nothing great year. But here's the thing: I do love NBA free agency Twitter because guys get people get really like NBA writers and NBA fans get really riled up at the start of free agency, and it was a nice break from the depressing deluge of tweets that have been on Twitter recently. So yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I have a lot, I, I thought it was fun. People like debating whether or not Montrez Harrell got overpaid by the Lakers. Like no, most people are like, why would you care about that? I don't know. I think it's funny. Like this is what people are debating. I like a little sport. I like a little sports talk. When did Gordon Hayward become Larry Bird? That's what I want to know. Oh my goodness. I was going to say, wow. Yeah. Four years for $130 million. But he wouldn't, but kept Michael Jordan, who's the, the runs, the uh, Charlotte, Hornets made this move. Wouldn't yep. pay Kemba Walker, but he's going to pay Gordon Hayward. Wouldn't pay Kemba Walker. So, yeah, Gordon Hayward leaves the Celtics to go to the Charlotte Hornets for four years, $130 million. Hey, good for him, by the way. He walked away from, what, $29 million from the Celtics for one year? Oh, 34 for one year. Yeah, walked away from $34 million during a freaking pandemic and cashes in. So, yeah, he, couple, obviously, he knew something no one else knew. Well, a couple of things. This kind of reminds me, we've seen this with some baseball free agency moves over the years. The, whoever it is leaked that Gordon Hayward wanted to go home and play for the Pacers. He's from Indiana. You know, he yes. played, played at Butler, wanted to play for the Pacers. So it was, the big thing was like, okay, they'll probably work something out. Maybe they can do a sign and trade. The Celtics get a little something. Gordon goes home with a nice contract, goes home and plays in Indiana. His family just moved oh. back there. Oh, but then Charlotte, the Charlotte non the non-contending crummy Charlotte Hornets come along with this huge contract that nobody can believe it's so outrageous for Gordon Hayward. Nothing against Gordon. He's a really good player. And all of a sudden, yeah. I just saw this also. Charlotte made another move. Charlotte made another move. They needed a big man down low. They just gave four years, $82 million to Greg Kite. <laughs> That's an oldie but a goodie. Well, they do like ex-Celtics. They gave Terry Rozier some, a, a, a horrid contract uh, last year. Well, not hard if you're Terry Rozier, but yeah. Jerry Seasting's in the right now. Come out of retirement. Jeez. I, I love these bad contracts. And like a oh. year from now when they're trading Gordon Hayward to Oklahoma City, but they have to give up like three first-round picks to get rid of the contract. That's the stuff that as a sports geek I love. So when Gordon, when Gordon Hayward and all of them are sitting at the table on Thanksgiving Day, I know what they're gonna, who they're going to be thankful for, I'm crying out loud. So yeah. speaking of Thanksgiving, what are, the, what are the Coleman plans? I know you have a sister that's in Jersey, you're right. Your parents are in that's Arizona. That's correct. What are, what, are the, what are the Coleman clan doing on Thanksgiving Day? Uh, it's just going to be me, the wife, and the kids. Now, are you getting any pushback from relatives or in-laws? Do you normally not, not at all? Them? No. In fact, before we even came up, most of our family that we were we that might travel that we might usually see on Thanksgiving already let us know, like, hey, we're not doing it this year. So no pushback, no like difficult conversations, nothing of the sort. Yeah. Just sort of a resign, like it's going to be different this year. There'll be some Zoom, a couple of Zoom calls Thanksgiving, maybe late Thanksgiving afternoon, which will be cool. Yeah. Um, at least we have that technology going for us. Yep. Yeah, we're in, a, we're in a similar situation. The four of us are going to do something and try to actually cook food on yeah. our own for Thanksgiving, which is going to be tricky. So uh, we'll see what right. happens with that. But it, it, it stinks. But you know what? We're all doing this so we can have a better Thanksgiving next year. Yeah. And you know what? I'm all for I, – I, you know me. I love going to the beach. How about we do Thanksgiving in July, Mom? You know what I mean? And yeah, my, why not? My brothers and everyone else who I'm, I'm not going to see and my – my wife's not going to see her family either, but the four of us will, you know what, we'll make a memory of it and we'll look forward to better times ahead. That's
awesome. Yeah, we've said, you know, we'll try and do some, we'll watch, maybe we'll watch a couple movies with the kids after I watch, you know, after I watch football. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll chill out. We'll have to try and have a fun day of it. Um, we'll probably, my wife and I will split the cooking, and by split, I mean, it'll probably be like 70, 30 in favor of her doing yep. the 70% part. But, and I told her, like, usually we have like nine or 10 people here. This year, it's so much easier for you. No, it's true. I mean, it usually takes her a couple hours to do all the dishes while you're watching TV, but it'll be much less than that this year. Yeah, that's what I said. Have the kids help. <laughs> I will, you know, a, a family tradition we have at Thanksgiving, and I'll be doing it. I started with my own kids, uh, Arlo Guthrie, listening to Alice's Restaurant. Are you familiar with that Thanksgiving song? I know that's a Thanksgiving tradition. I've never done it. It's a 30 minute song. So. Oh, jeez. But it, uh, I was actually Your driving into it. have that type of attention span? I no, don't... no, no. It's just on in the background and they're on their okay, devices. I got, I got they're you. on their devices saying dad is lame, but uh, right. it's something that I grew up doing and I continue the tradition. I actually went and bought the CD a couple of years ago for some reason, just to make sure I have it. But now I can just say, Alexa, play uh, Alice's Restaurant by Arlo Guthrie. And there you go. So Yeah, you can also tell it play the EDBC podcast. That's true. Bit. I love it, man. Look at you always getting into promo. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, I'm going to just try and be, I'm trying to be positive about this. Yeah. A little time off, have some time with the family. I mean, what's, your, the favorite, best what's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? What do you look forward to on Thanksgiving? Um, for, I'm going to get, there's a couple things on that. Now you're going to get me off at a tangent number, probably stuffing, which I make, which I make from that my mother made and that I make from my grandmother's recipe, which everyone loves. I get great acclaim for the stuffing. I'm, I'm from the Northeast. What's in it? I don't call it dressing. Well, bread, sage, celery, onion. It's very traditional. Lots of seasonings, lots of butter, lots of chicken broth. Bake that bitch. Uncover it. Bake it some more. Crispy on the outside, moist on the inside. It's stuck it in the bird. You stuck it. Stick it in the bird. I don't stick it in the bird. Oh, you. What's wrong? You gotta do that. You what? You do it. Well, then you stick. Okay, you stuffed my bird. I'm leaving my bird alone. No, I. That, so I grew up. My mother. That's one of my. I love twice baked potatoes. I love. Yeah, those, that's a good thing. My mother's stuffing is grew up with it in the bird, and she puts bacon in it. Wow. In the stuffing. It is tremendous. So I know, I know you're listening, Mom. No one, no one loves your stuffing more than me. And I, my favorite thing to do, which just this, my wife despises, is for uh, the day after, I will get some of the leftovers to have the hard roll, the turkey, American cheese, and then I will grab a fistful of stuffing, like I'm like I'm making a meatball, and pound it in my hand and stick it on top of the uh, turkey sandwich, a little mayo, like I said, and on my way. Only yeah, I do that too. Except, yeah. My wife's disgusted because um, like there's like a couple dill pickles around. I'll throw the dill pickles on there, which she thinks is disgusting. Yep. And maybe some Dijon. She's like, "Why are you putting pickle? Like, well, because you need a crunch." You need a crunch. Potato chip. That's what you got to do. Come on. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? So yeah, that and, uh, but I, I'm, I'm all pro Thanksgiving. Uh, this is the type of, I, last year I ranted on social media about this. Like stop bitching and just be happy of a meal. I don't like people who tell me about how Turkey is overrated and Turkey's dry and Turkey's all this. Shut up. You're, shut up. You're cooking it wrong. Turkey's really good. And it's, you can have it a million different ways. Yeah. And we have leftovers. My wife will make soup, make some sort of casserole crap and the dogs will get Turkey. Stop. Stop with the complaining about the turkey. The only thing I don't like about the turkey is having the carcass in your fridge for a couple of days. I'm not a fan. That's of true. And we have one. I have one sitting in my garage right now. Smaller one because it's just the four of us that I will, uh, I will brine it and then I'll let my wife cook it on Thanksgiving. A couple of years ago, we were with some friends on Thanksgiving and we did the air frying of the turkey, which was fun. Well, yeah, hours, I did that once. Four hours in hot oil or whatever it is. So, I had that once at a – this was like 15 years ago. 
at, or like one of those Friendsgivings, you know, like people would have, this is back when I was kind That's of exactly like, what this was. Kind of sort of single, but not really. So I was like, it was like, I think it was like the Saturday night before Thanksgiving, before everyone had their family ones. You've been married like five or six years by then? No. Yeah. You said you were sort of single. I was sort of, well, I was like, maybe, no, I hadn't even, I don't think I've ever met the woman who's now currently my wife. Currently. Maybe one of someone who was, I was kind of dating. Let's just leave on, leave that. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But it was kind of cool. And this guy, there's like, this guy had a whole thing with like, you know, a tube attached and he had to have that in the driveway or else the house might blow up. Like a 20 pound turkey and like a, you know, that enough oil to like, if it spilled, we would have to call a hazmat team. Yep. But it was pretty good. Yeah, man. I enjoyed it. We had it a couple of years ago. We went to Maine with some friends. But it was a really cold, wintry day. Last minute, we went to Maine with uh, another cup, two couples and had a great time. Definitely. Um, Thanksgiving Thursday. Um, we have one more segment to do though, Brian. I love the birthday list this week. We need to give this the proper time and we're running out of time, but this is a tremendous list you've put together here. And I can't, uh, I, do, I do what I can for you. I try and do the, I try and give you and the people what they want and what they expect. They're guessing along when they're walking in the neighborhood, sitting at home, listening, they're guessing right along with me. So I appreciate it. Uh, All right. Take care. One more spot and then we'll hit the birthdays. Okay. Yeah. Instacart. Instacart lets you shop from home and save. And as we do head into the head into the cold and flu season, Instacart is launching something called the Senior Support Service Program. And the goal of the Senior Support Service Program is to help customers over the age of 50 order their groceries online so they can stay safe and healthy during the upcoming winter season. Anybody using this Senior Support Service will get free delivery on their first order. No strings attached, free delivery on your first order. Now this can be set up just the way anybody else does. Go into instacart.com and find that link for senior support service. Sign up and if you, maybe if you know someone a little older who could use this but not super uh, uh, maybe in tune with the internet or signing up for setting up an account or an app, help them out because it's super easy. You can set up in 30 seconds and the same great part things that apply to regular Instacart accounts account, uh, will apply to the senior service support. So that means you get to get Choose from local stores, multiple local stores. Find the products that you love. Fresh produce, hand-selected by shoppers. Uh, the eggs, they're not dropping the eggs. So, you know, they're like, what about the eggs? I don't know. They don't. No, eggs will be fine. Don't worry about the eggs. Believe me. And delivering to the door. So, and sometimes as fast as one hour delivery. I mean, you use it more than once and you use it a few times. They'll start figuring out ways uh, to save you money. They'll start learning your shopping preferences. So, Go to instacart.com and sign up. It's really super fast. And if you think somebody can use the senior support service, help them out or let them know about it. Go into the ADBC podcast. Any episode you click, you're going to see a link for instacart.com. Why don't you click on that link? Why don't you open that account? Save some money. In fact, you could, serve, you could save uh, 35% in your, when you sign up on that account for, when, for first time enrollees in the program. And that also helps give a little love for the EDBC podcast. So save this holiday season, stay safe, and shop Instacart. All right. Without further ado, birthdays. We got a long list of them here, and they're very unique and uh, just a cool, diverse list here. So yeah, we Goldie Hawn, Goldie Hawn, the uh, mother of what's her name? Kate something or other. Kate. Kate, what? You're, 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 like, we both love the counting, uh, the, the Black Crow, the counting crows, the Black Crows. You're even bigger, crowning, you're the biggest Black Crows fan I know. You, and she was married to what's, to the, Chris singer. Robinson. Chris Robinson, yes. So what's her name? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember either. It's Kate something. 
Yeah. I've seen her in like three movies. She was really good and almost famous, but her mother is celebrating a birthday this weekend. So I actually saw Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell and um, Kate at a Black Crows show at the, at the um, where was I? Was that Rose? I don't remember where I was in New York City somewhere. It was the opening night of their, their new tour, I believe in 2005. And we, the show actually got off to a late start because Kate and her family was late. And so we're all waiting for the Crows to come on and they didn't go on. Kate Hudson. They didn't Kate Hudson. They didn't go on because they were waiting for Kate and her mother to show up. So then they show up on the balcony to the side of the stage and literally 10 seconds later, the band goes on. So anyway, Goldie Hawn, I'm going to say she's 71. You're in the ballpark. You're in the ballpark. She's 75. Wow. I bought that book. She had a book come out a couple years ago. I think I bought it for my mom for Mother's Day. Goldie Hawn. Um, what else? Yeah. we got? Joe Walsh from the Eagles, from the James Gang, mm-hmm. Rocky Mountain Way, one of a great song. Um, Joe Walsh, I think he's like 73. Boom, you nailed it. How about that, huh? Yeah. Figured he's a, you know, 60s rock, 70s guy. He's had a great career. Had a lot, I mean, a lot of crazy stuff in his life, terrible substance abuse problems. And he wrote about them in songs, and they're great songs because of his substance abuse problems. They really are. Um, I, I, uh, I don't mind telling, I'll tell anybody that listens to me. Not, I, I, I hate the Eagles. I can't yeah. stand the Eagles, but I will give them the, except for Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh gave him some cool tunes. He, um, well, Life's Been Good to Me So Far, it's a great song. Uh, in he, the city i liked yep he um joe walsh if you don't like the eagles you still got to watch the netflix documentary just because of how great joe walsh is it was on it's long though it's like four hours long so yeah i'm gonna watch that because i i'll it doesn't i watch that even if i don't like 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 the band because the rock and roll stories are always great so i do want to watch that i've heard it's good it's long but it's it's tremendous it's tremendous Little Steven, this little Steven from the E Street Band, from the Sopranos we talking about here. It was his birthday? Absolutely. No, there's no the other, no, the other little Steven. Um, little Steven, yeah, man. I think he's about the same age. I'll say I'll say 72. No, he I no, little Steven, uh the big seven oh, seventy. All right, it wasn't that too far off. Relax, Jesus. Does he still he whenever they if they ever tour again, if we ever have concerts back. I saw him in the Mohegan Sun. He played with Bruce. He was off the tour for a little while, and then he came yeah. back. He came back. Was it? I don't know how long ago it was. They saw him in the Mohegan Sun. A friend of mine took me to the concert. Um, Bruce Springsteen had Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine playing guitar with him on the tour as well. So it was very cool to check. When we saw them, he, he was there, but then they he left shortly thereafter. Yeah. Because uh, my wife had saw them back when they didn't have him. When Niels Lofgren was in, and she's like a big Niels Lofgren fan, so I had to hear all about that. Niels so, follows cool. me on the Twitter, by the way. What's that? Niels follows me on the Twitter, by the way. Oh, he does. Yeah, he does. All right. Well, enough about Niels. We'll get to him when it's his birthday. All right. Jamie, Happy birthday, little Stephen. Jamie Lee Curtis from Trading Places, and uh, what was the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie there? Uh, uh, True Lies. True Lies. That's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, like her first movie, which my wife still, and I still kind of like it too. It's cheesy, late seventies. Like the her first movie was Halloween. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Trading. Yeah. Trading places. Uh. That was a good movie for a couple of reasons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two. Uh, two very big reasons. Uh, how old is Jamie Lee Curtis? I already know that. You got to guess. 67. No, 64. Well, that's not, again, I'm in the ballpark. 67. I thought, you know, dude, I'm yeah. thinking like Trading Places, 1983, like uh, Halloween's 42 years old. I thought she, I would have guessed 67. You yeah. know, 
this this was pretty, about her age. Dwight Gooden, the former Met, who's had a very rocky career in baseball and off of baseball. I don't even know. He's one of those guys. I I swear every day you hope he's not in the news. You know what I mean? That's it's one. Of, yeah, it's sad. It's one of those things. Like if I see his name trending, yes, not you think the worst. But so far, thankfully, that's not the case. And he's he's here and he's celebrating a birthday. I think this was a couple of days ago. He celebrated a birthday. So I'm guessing he was around 20 when he came up, right? 1920 and 83. So 63. Let's say he was born. I'm going to say he's born in 64. So what is he? 56. Boom, you got it. Nice. Good, good, yeah, good. Wow. That's a good thought. Yep, came up 19 years old. Yeah, uh, good for you with the math. Great broadcaster, but better known as a football player, played quarterback for the uh, Dallas Cowboys, won a couple of Super Bowls with Jimmy Johnson, then another one with your buddy there from Oklahoma there. Very uh, sister. <laughs> yeah. Um, played at Oklahoma. Winning his quarterback in the 1990s, my friend. He played at Oklahoma. You knew he was there for a year, right? Yep. Uh, played in Oklahoma and then transferred to UCLA. The reason he transferred, because he said one night he was walking back to the dorm in Oklahoma with his girlfriend, and he was afraid for the safety of his girlfriend amongst his teammates. That's a ringing endorsement of the Oklahoma program. Back in the uh, late 80s there. Whatever. Yeah, your, your Hurricanes broke his leg and he lost his job and decided to go to UCLA. Troy Aikman. Plus the safety. Yeah, Troy has got to be, let's say, 52. No, close. Uh, 54. All right, so right around Doc's age. I figure they're about the same age, 50. Yep, there you go. Make that and I'm going to add this one. My mother had a birthday this week, and so did my niece, Kyra, my mom, and Kyra, November the 19th. So happy birthday to them. Um, good list, yeah, Brian. Happy, very good happy list. birthday. Yeah, very good list. Very proud of you. Good work. Thank you. Very unique. Hey, um, later this week, we're going to drop another interview. We got a plug here. You lined this up, did a great job getting author Jeff Perlman, who has a New book out called Three Ring Circus about Kobe, Shaq, and Phil Jackson and the Lakers teams from that dynasty. Was he written nine books? Tell me about yeah. Before we hang up here, tell me about Jeff and what should we expect from this interview? Yeah, great interview. Jeff was really great talking about his latest book. Um, he wrote it and finished it a few months before Kobe uh, died in the, the helicopter crash. So the timing was not ideal, but, um, but you know, because the, the wounds were raw, but it's a great, even if you're not a Laker fan, if you're just a sports fan, and you like look into the psyche of these athletes. It's a great book with a lot of great stories, a lot of great stuff. Um, Jeff's I've read a, a bunch of Jeff Perlman's books. This is his latest one. He's written books on doubt uh, the, like the 90s. We just talked about the 1990s Dallas Cowboys. He wrote a book called Bill boys will be boys about the Dallas Cowboys in the nineties. Yep. Uh, the Mets bad guy, the bad guys won the talking about the 86 Mets. He's written biographies on Walter Payton. Roger Clemens, Brett Favre, Brett Favre. So Very yeah, he, a, a great book on the USFL. I, I could, you know, go on all day, but he was awesome. I think you'll agree. We had a good, we had a great interview with him. He gave us a lot of good stuff. So that's going to drop later uh, this week. Yes. And uh, we'll let you know all about that book and check it out. We'll tell you how to check it out. Cause if you're doing some shopping or you have a sports fan in your life, who loves to read uh, some great gift ideas. So that was fun. And we'll, we'll drop that later this week. I think everyone will enjoy it. Yeah, first time I've done a bunch of Zoom interviews, obviously, during this pandemic, but I think that's the first Zoom interview I've done where the guy was actually walking around his house, picking up his dog, doing stuff around the house while we were interviewing him. So was, All right, multitasking, man. man. You, only see, you only see the audio of it, but uh, maybe we'll post a little bit on our new Facebook page of the actual video. Yeah, absolutely. So, but uh, yeah, good interview. That, so that'll be fun. That'll be fun. We'll drop that later this week, uh, maybe after the holidays and people are settling down, maybe driving around or chilling out. Uh, it's really good. He's great. He was a great guest. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of, it's, you know, can't believe that we're almost, we're going to be coming up on the 1st of December. 
couple of weeks, we, we'll be talking about like, you know, the, the winding down NFL regular season. And we have to get more guests because quite frankly, you're not at the, you're not that interesting. So, well, dude, I mean, you know what I mean, come on. Like, I need some, I need, there's going to be some give and take. I can't carry the whole damn 35 minutes. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody out there. Brian, you as well. Enjoy the family. Pitch in. Help out, please. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, just let's, let's all, you know, use some comments. Have fun. Use some comments and stay safe. Enjoy the holiday. Yeah. All right. So that'll do it for this edition of the EDBC podcast. Eric Dobratz and Brian Coleman. Again, everyone stay safe out there. Brian, where can we get this podcast? Hey, don't forget about Apple Music. Don't forget about Spotify. Don't forget about Stitcher, about iHeartRadio. Yeah, we're on iHeartRadio now. If you go on to iHeartRadio.com and click on the podcast section, type in EDBC podcast. We're there. Do it now. Uh, Amazon right used now, it. But... Well, not right now. I mean, yeah, we tape we we tape these in advance. If we did it live, it even it would sound even worse than it does when we don't do it live. Yeah, at Amazon. Oh, be now. Alexa, play the EDBC podcast. She'll do it. Excellent. All right, man. Hey, have a happy Thanksgiving. Have fun with the kids. Please try to uh, associate with them a little bit socialize don't ignore I've, 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 I've got them blocked in for 90 minutes uh, on Wednesday and 25 minutes on Thanksgiving <laughs> thanks for listening everybody for the EDBC podcast I'm Eric Dobretz he's Brian Coleman Brian say goodbye see ya